0: Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com
1: Hello Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to episode 3 of the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com Paul is going to be speaking to us about your club
0: is your brand over to you paul listeners whenever the word brand is mentioned it is guaranteed to lead to a situation full of misunderstandings i submit that for your consideration because for some people branding is all about your logo for some people it's all about your colors for some people it's about anything and they definitely don't want to associate Toastmasters with branding which is all very corporate and all very business-like and we are after all a voluntary organization that exists all around the world and why on earth should we be bothered with brand? I have a couple of thoughts for you today about this and let me start off by telling you a little story. There was a guy I knew who joined Toastmasters in on a wet, cold, wintry, dark night in February 2015. He went into a hotel on an island somewhere in the world, which shall not be mentioned. And he went into the room because somebody said, come along to this uh, Toastmasters meeting and uh, I'm a member. And he went partly to please uh, the person, but also because he was a little bit intrigued. He'd heard a bit about the organization, hadn't ever spoken to anybody about it and he went into a room and he had an experience and at the end of the meeting he was saying to himself well they're all very friendly with each other and somebody said would you like to join and he went and he looked at the application form and then he saw on the application form a whole lot of things written by the organization about itself and it included a Toastmasters promise and he thought what's the connection between what's going on in this room and this thing called Toastmasters Promise? And he hadn't a clue. He went and joined the organization, and for a long time, he never thought about branding at all because everything was terribly simple. All the, what Toastmasters was, the definition of it, what you were promised if you became a member, all that was written by some organization in America. It was all done by international headquarters and i'll tell you one thing about this guy he was not living in america and he had to adjust himself to the kind of language that was up on the website and everything but the wonderful thing was nobody in that local club that he joined ever used the word brand In fact, nobody in the local club ever did anything other than copy things off the Toastmasters international website and put it into its own publicity. So nobody in the local club made any input into defining what kind of a club is this? Well, it was a Toastmasters club, of course. What are Toastmasters clubs? Oh, it's what's written in the Toastmasters website. That was 2015 and how the world has changed how the world has changed. So many clubs have changed so much in those six years. And they've gone from being clubs that only met in a small locality to clubs that are now can be visited by people from all over the world and are even able to recruit members from other places. And the key thing is every day, one more club is considering what are we promising as a club to potential members and what are we even promising to our existing members and you know they're not actually going off to the Toastmasters international website and cutting and pasting from there they're actually sitting down around in a club committee or even at a club meeting and saying what kind of a club are we are we the same as all the other clubs and there was a time when every club, when it was set up, had to be very clear about one aspect of its identity, and that is where it was located. We are Liverpool Toastmasters. We are Stevenage Toastmasters. We are Ballydehob Toastmasters. That was the big thing. What, where are we? How well do we know our geography? And for some people, there are places where the club might be in between two well-known locations. I'll tell you another little story. In Cork in Ireland, one club got to call itself Cork Toastmasters because it was set up first. Many, many, many years later, loads of people arrived in Cork looking for a Toastmasters meeting and the only club they could ever find was Cork Toastmasters, even though (laughs) there are 20 clubs in County Cork in Ireland. 20 clubs! None of them got a look in. So some of the clubs got very smart after a while and they decided to put the word Cork in front of their name. So you had a club called Douglas and it changed itself to Cork Douglas. Very clever because at least that got to to tell people there's more than one club in Cork. But the key thing is for ages and ages and ages, and I'm talking about decades and decades and decades, the vast, vast majority of clubs in Toastmasters were identified by their location. That, of course, meant that the first club to become Stevenage Toastmasters had, what do you call it, sitter's rights. You were, a, you, you own Stevenage and no other club could set up in Stevenage with the name Stevenage. So you own Stevenage and you only met on a Monday night. fact that there are several mornings and several evenings and several weekends, all other clubs had to have another name. But you own Stevenage. And you probably didn't want another club set up in Stevenage if the truth was really to be fully shared. However, leaving Stevenage out of the story, the point is that in recent years, not just the location of the club has become important, but what's the character? Now that we have the possibility of international access to almost every club in the world, the character of the club matters more and more people are saying well what kind of a club is that and increasingly turned on switched on toastmasters are addressing the question what kind of a club are we are we a club that specializes in let's say evaluations come and join our club you're going to do, you're going to get top class evaluations we have got lots of different ways of doing them they'll help you with doing your appraisals at work they'll be good for your career development They'll be good for your coaching, uh, sports coaching. They'll be good for all the situations in which you need to use evaluation skills. And there are so, so many aren't there that you need evaluation skills for. So there are clubs that promise, they say, if you join us, we got some really good, better watch my language, hot evaluators in this club. Then there are others that you'll come across in the world that says, look, We live in the world of the internet. We're the club you need to join if you want to be internet savvy. If you want to be a digital communicator, you want to be very good at all these highfalutin software programs that you can use to make your presentations sing. There are clubs which specialize in that. There are other clubs, by the way, who have... Definitely not move past pen and paper. I love those clubs, by the way. I love those clubs. But there are all sorts of clubs that are very snazzy around the world with how to do slideshows and how to put videos on in the background while you're speaking and everything like that. But it is a skill. It is a skill set that is needed. Now, when I was a kid, there wasn't even the internet. Ted was probably also born before the internet was invented. The key thing is that people like us have been superseded by the internet. And now you have people inventing new software programs every day that you could use in Toastmasters. So there are cl- clubs that are just, the only thing about them is that they take all their branding and all their promises from the Toastmasters International website They don't even think about how to express it themselves. They don't even put it into local English. They just put it into international English, we'll say. There are clubs that have got locations. There are clubs that have got specific skill sets. And it is a very good thing to spend this coming year. This is Paul, piece of advice, tip from Paul. Spend this coming year working on your branding. That is working not on your logo not working, working on what you want people to think and feel about your club. In other words, what are you promising and what are you delivering? You see, whether you like it or not, your club is a brand. I'll tell you why. It's because if anyone ever comes anywhere near your club, they get some sort of a preconception about what you might be like, and that is your brand in their head. They assume things about you without ever coming to the club first time they come to the club, they get a whole lot of new information and a whole lot of new impressions. That's all building your brand in their head. In case you're put off by the word branding, simply say to yourself, branding is what other people say about me and our business behind our back. It's it's what other people see us as. You might think you're the most friendly club in the world. You might go around saying you're the most friendly club in the world. But if People who have been to the club are saying, well, they're not quite as friendly as I'd like them to have been, or they think they're friendly, but they're really not that friendly. Then your brand ain't the most friendly club in the world. Similarly, if your intention is to be the most, let us say, challenging, you're an advanced club, you want to be advanced. So you want to be strong on a whole lot of things, very experienced members, and you want to be a challenging club. But if all the people who come to your club discover that there isn't much challenging going on there, there isn't much debate, there isn't the, the evaluations are very soft and unstretching, none of the speeches are very ambitious, none of the agendas have any innovation about them, they won't be going away saying that's a very challenging club. That's the club where you're going to get stretched. So what I'm the reason I bring up this whole topic about branding and club is that now is the time when branding is more important than ever before because of the potential of international interconnections. The fact that people will come to your club from somewhere other than your locality, will come from a different culture, will come with different assumptions and experiences, means that if you don't do any work on your own brand and figuring out how you want to be perceived by other people then everything will be outside your control the best chance you have of having an influence over the way in which people see you is to challenge yourselves in your club to think about what do we stand for what do we promise people and deliver what are we proud of in our club that's what we're going to do our best to communicate every single time and that means of course getting feedback from all the visitors to find out well what did they actually experience did they actually did they actually find you to be the way you wanted them to find you last week there we are ted little bit of advice from from paul this week i think that was wonderful paul that
1: was wonderful it touches on more than just the brand what I was taking out of what you were saying there particularly if you create that unique brand I'd look at it this way 300 years ago land was currency back in the 40s 50s and 60s factories and production was the currency but living in the internet age this is the time of information information is currency, and we know that information flies around the globe at the speed of light so it's the people, it's the Toastmasters, it's the Toastmasters clubs who have their finger on the pulse of how to use and manipulate this information those are the people who will be successful there are more multi-millionaires being created now just because of people who have the information and they know how to use it and this is the opportunity you get when you join the Toastmasters club because you will be given this information to help you create your brand so that was excellent fantastic way of looking at branding and we hope you'll come back for episode four tomorrow Because Paul is going to be giving us an extravaganza about information that he plucked from the August Toastmasters magazine. For Sealed In.
0: The talk show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4 pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.